0: And we're clear. I mean, obviously, you don't want to use your last name, right? (laughs) So we won't do that. (laughs) Um. Other than that, I guess I should do. Okay, just let me just jump it right into this intro. So, welcome to the No Happy Endings podcast, where there are no happy endings, just happy friendings. A podcast where we ask three level of questions to get to know our guests better, and you might ask who are our guests, and our guests are friends, friends of friends, friends of friends of friends of friends. I think I might've had too many friends in that one, but anyways, generally speaking, we just kind of like to ask these questions and learn lessons from different people. So our guest today is an old coworker of mine. She reads lightning quick. She has strong opinions about movies, books, and spices, and probably one of the most positive people I know, but she also curses like a sailor sometimes. So please welcome Andy.
1: For clarity, are we speaking old in terms of chronological time or just previous workplace?
0: Previous workplace? (laughs) To be honest, that's one of the big surprises. When I started working with you, I was saying, like, cause you told me your age later on when we started working. And I was like, no way. I thought we were the same age the whole time for a year or (laughs) for a long time. You
1: got it right on spices and other interests, but it's great to be on the podcast and chat with you.
0: So I'm gonna go ahead and explain this game real quick and then we can just start if you're ready. Perfect okay so we have three levels of questions the first level of questions is rapid fire it's not a hard and fast rule but we try and keep it keep to it so there will be about 10 questions that we ask rapid fire and then you know i'll ask you if you want to explain any of those answers any further and then level two is where usually the questions are a little bit more personal usually i can ask those based on how well i know the person and i think i can ask a couple of good ones for you and then there's the third level, and we call that the third level or the real shit, because usually those are like the introspective reflective questions. Perfect. Also, at the very end, one of the questions that I ask you, you can ask back to me, whichever you choose, and then you don't have to memorize them. But if one sticks out to you, you can keep on to it, or I'll recap the questions for you. So then you can pick one of those to ask me at the end.
1: Okay. I have to stay within questions already asked to reflect back to you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. <laughs>
0: It's also just great to see you, Andy. Largo. It's so good to see you. <laughs> Are you ready for the first level?
1: Ready, rapid fire.
0: What movie do you wish you could unwatch so you could watch again for the first time?
1: Super Mario Brothers, just talking about it with someone today who has never seen it.
0: <laughs> What's your favorite compliment you've ever received?
1: No one has ever exhausted me like you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: describe yourself in one word. Quirky. What's your favorite useless skill?
1: I guess lately it's fermenting.
0: What was your first job?
1: Babysitting.
0: What are you currently binge watching?
1: It's weird, but I can explain more later. But it's behind the scenes of the making of Frozen 2. <laughs> it's six episodes.
0: What's your favorite meal of the day?
1: Uh, Whatever happens around like 2.30 p.m. Once I'm properly hungry and psyched for food and like can really look forward to it and savor it
0: what's something that instantly makes you happy
1: amusement parks i love the adrenaline
0: what's your biggest pet peeve
1: when people use the word myself when they mean me or i and they think they're gonna be fancy like if you have any questions email brian or myself i can't email yourself
0: (laughs) what's your current phone background and what's the story uh phone background is either lock screen or home screen okay
1: lock screen is super mario galaxy And wallpaper is generic Mario, and I just love the bright colors, and it's cheery, and it works well with the icons.
0: That's it. That's the end of level one.
1: I only embarrassed myself once.
0: Are there any answers that you want to clarify on?
1: Frozen 2. So I was talking to a friend lately about, like, how do you wish your friends showed up more for you? And his answer was, like, I wish they would show interest in stuff I'm interested in. So he really loves this six-episode Frozen documentary on Disney+. And it turns out it's interesting, and I'm having a great time watching it. I'm on episode five. I'm not a Frozen fan. I've spent many hours complaining about Let It Go. I like Frozen 2 more, but it is a really neat behind-the-scenes of, like, how all these creative people work together. And Mm -hmm. one weird thing is, like, they spend millions on this movie and put in hundreds of hours of work before they even have a script. Wow. They just like hope by the end, they're like, oh, well, we know there's going to be this voice that's calling Elsa, and I guess we'll just have to figure out what this voice is before we go to production. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: Really? That's how they did I mean, Now I feel like I have to watch this documentary.
1: Uh, the one weird thing about this documentary is for their stock music, they have the same stuff that's used in Sims 3, like build mode, buy mode. All I can do is think about Sims and I want to play it. But... It's a neat documentary, especially seeing, like, how these animators work. That's, they're quirky, they're interesting, and how the songwriters work with the directors and how everyone's trying to figure out how to make a story when they have this hard deadline they have to meet. So certainly interesting to apply to my own job in a creative services department of, like, oh, we know we need something and when we need it, by, but we don't know what we need and what it should be. (laughs)
0: I don't, I mean, to be honest, I don't think anybody from uh, that job will ever hear this podcast or maybe they will, but that's really, really funny and just so accurate because I remember my time there and it was just like... Uh, let's start this sentence and I don't know how it's going to end, but uh, yeah. we'll see what happens.
1: Brian, we're going to need a web page for an event. We don't know when the event is or where it's going to be, but we're we're going to need the page. So,
0: yeah. So could could you start building that? And we know that it has red and black accents, which are not in your style guide, but that's what we need you to make. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, no other answers you want to clarify on?
1: I've forgotten most of them. I feel like I could have picked something better than quirky, but based on saying that maybe it should have been neurotic.
0: I feel that I, I understand that on a on a different level. <laughs> are you ready to move on then?
1: Round two, ready.
0: Round two. This isn't rapid fire. You can take your time. I mean, take as much time as you want. Pause. Say your ums and eyes if you need to. It's no big deal. But generally speaking, hopefully, these are questions that we're both comfortable with, and usually a little bit more personal to the person that I'm uh, doing a podcast with. So okay, let's
1: get personal.
0: What's something your younger self would not believe about current you
1: um I guess that leaving the house is a frightening prospect but but like not for the usual reasons but in a serious way mm. I guess that I've gotten a lot more wild than I used to be. I don't really live so much within the bounds of what other people expect for me
0: when we first started talking in like the uh, break room or like the pantry at our old job or my old job your current and you were just like, starting to tell me like stories about like you outside of work. And I was like, Whoa, this is not the person that I thought that I was working with, but that's cool. It was great. Like I was so happy that we were like connecting as friends and that was super cool, but I was just like, Whoa, there's so much going on here.
1: Especially that time. I let you see what I say of people's contact names in my phone.
0: Yeah. When you told me that on the dating apps, you have copy, like A notepad of like pre-prepared answers to copy and paste (laughs) that was the funniest thing and i was like (laughs) that's incredible my love
1: of process improvement has no bounds
0: it really doesn't i was i was very impressed and i was just like oh this is this is down to a science like you're crushing the dating app game right now or you were not especially
1: if you're on desktop and you can use keyboard shortcuts then then you really start picking up some momentum
0: then you're just really just, just running train through all of these likes and comments and stuff. You know, you're just plowing through
1: <laughs> To confirm, never ran a train.
0: <laughs> this podcast has taken a turn. Let's let us bring it back around.
1: Back on the tracks.
0: What is a recent shower thought you've had?
1: I love cold showers. I think they make me a cheerier person. And I've thought about taking it next level and having some ice trays ready to put into the cold bath. and to make it even colder. So that is a very literal shower thought. But I'm just thinking, is this something I should try?
0: That sounds hardcore.
1: Yeah, especially if you are in the shower, you turn on the shower head and you are in front of the shower head, not like dancing your way in or easing your way in, but like putting it right on you. I started doing this last summer or the summer before, and I would do like some A-B testing, you know, relatively like weekend, weekday starting the day out, like, do I feel cheerier during the day if I started out with a cold shower, and it seems to work. And it's kind of like one of those things like, going outside for walks where like, you're glad it works, but it'd be kind of nice if it didn't, because then you uh, could just use that as an excuse not to do something good for you. Like, oh, doesn't work. I guess I'll just lounge on the couch.
0: I'm, I'm honestly never, never not impressed when you start to explain like your process and your thought process and like, how you come about your answers because it's always so well thought out. It really, like, there's always like reasoning and science behind it.
1: <laughs> oh, thanks. For a while, I was doing this thing where I was letting green tea steep for like 30 seconds or 60 seconds and then microwaving it for whatever the other number was because I had read this summary of a journal article about how to get the most antioxidants out of green tea. And that was one of the recommendations steep a little bit than microwave and I was getting some weird looks at that workplace.
0: That does seem very interesting. But I mean, if it works, it works.
1: I also recently I told I think I told you about that book I was reading about like the nature of breathing. So now wow. I do these breathing exercises twice a day, and I'm hoping to become an X-Men soon. Uh-huh. <laughs> Going well so far. Uh, if I were an X-Men though, my superpower, I guess I could have done this for useless skill is I can eat and drink abnormally hot things, like other people comment on it without my bringing it up. If someone sees me eating something super hot, I have to warn them, like, do not count me as human on this. You cannot handle this temperature.
0: That's insane. I, I didn't even know that about you.
1: We've never gotten pho before, so. I was
0: gonna say, we've shared so many snacks before. Room but guess,
1: temperature.
0: But they're all room temperature snacks, yeah. <laughs> That's
1: my weird thing
0: that's that's really cool
1: i discovered this when i was like 16 or something
0: does it i mean is it only when it's really hot or is it also when something's really cold
1: more testing needed
0: yeah get back to me on that i'm actually really curious i gotta you gotta know if you're on both ends of the spectrum there what's what's your worst dating story
1: um should we go for worst humorous rather than i mean like if you're a woman worst dating story can get pretty dark
0: oh yeah i mean it's it's totally up to you uh, if you prefer to do worse humorous, that's that's completely fine.
1: One thing is that like, for the background, you know this, I am terrible with faces. I cannot recognize people I've known for years. Someone changes their hair color miserable. So online dating is this constant fear of I'm going to have to pick this person out uh, compared to all these other people nearby. And I just, it's really hard. But then there's also this freakish thing that happens that people recognize me in public from online dating, including people I've never met before. So I'd get messages like, did I see you walking in front of the movie theater yesterday? Did I see you with a woman in her 60s outside the Smithsonian yesterday? Mm. So that's happened. I think we're up to seven times now where people message me that they saw me. And these are people I never met and never had plans to meet. So it's just this kind of constant feeling of one being watched and two, not being able to really watch back because I can't tell what people look like a lot of the time. One person I was even crossing the street and they were driving and like the amount of mental energy that would take to recognize someone that you'd only ever seen still pictures of wild. And quite a few of these have happened while I was on a date with someone else too
0: for for that to happen once is already a pretty crazy coincidence for it to happen seven times is yeah ridiculous that's just yeah i don't that's kind of scary
1: <laughs> so i think of it as like a movie that julianne moore would be in that everyone knows what she looks like but she can't recognize someone else i think there was a movie like where like everyone was blind maybe it was blindness i don't know but but face blindness coming to hbo this fall <laughs>
0: where do you get your positivity from
1: well a lot of people think i'm really negative so i'd say it's kind of an a campaign on the offense that okay well if i'm gonna say three negative things in this conversation i better say five or six positive ones so i'd say it's a strategy not a way of life Hmm. but also just you know when I see someone I'm excited to see or whatever, like, I do get pretty puppy. But I do love to bitch, too. I love to <laughs> complain. I love to pick things apart. Once someone overheard me saying, you know what I don't like about bread packaging? <laughs> and they, like, zoom into the room, excuse me? And since you possibly could be curious, it's when bread packaging has a green design on it because sometimes the green like reflects onto the bread so it can look moldy, even though it isn't. And I don't want to get faked out like that.
0: <laughs> that's that's a good point, but that's actually so ridiculous. But I appreciate like the idea of it all.
1: <laughs> My quarantine thing has been trying increasingly fancy types of bread. And it's been great. Not baking them, just buying and eating and trying to see which one toasts up well.
0: What? Well, now you got to tell us like what's a what's a bread people got to try from what what grocery store?
1: The bread game is pretty exciting out there. I've been doing the Harris Teeter half loaves, but sometimes they get a little extra generous, and it's more of a three quarter loaf. Lately, I've been trying Aldi. Got this panini bread, which raised the question: What's different about panini bread? Seems like it might be denser. It's good to know. Also, there's a new Safeway in DC that has a liquor store inside. And they have this, like, giant, like, smoked meat section that's beautiful. They have a popcorn and nut station. Mm. I am the kind of person who puts the opening of a new grocery store on my Google calendar.
0: You do really love grocery stores, because I remember when you traveled, you were telling me how excited you were to see the grocery stores in a different country. And I I was thinking to myself, you know, I love that, too. But I don't know if I love it as much as you do.
1: Love it. I told you about this Lidl deep discount clearance stuff and just, like, I realize my interest is unnatural.
0: What's a book that you think everyone should read?
1: I'll go with Dune. We got a new movie coming out. Might as well get prepared and be ready to have a discussion about what's going to suck about it beyond that Timothy Chalamet is in it. (laughs) Another one might be Bone Clocks. I feel like David Mitchell does not get talked about enough. Loved his new one. Um, I'm going to read some of his older catalog as well. I realize now that I have six library cards that there are some that i could be reading and haven't yet
0: i don't know what either of those books is about i've heard of Pune. i've heard of it but i've never read it can you give me a synopsis or recap to read the or like the preface
1: space opera with subterfuge betrayal cool creatures
0: mm.
1: man this is so exciting for you you're oh, i'm so excited
0: I've got a backlog of books right now that I'm trying to find for the audio version of, but I, I can add Dune to the list. Well,
1: if you want to send me the list, I'll tell you which ones you can take off the list because other people lied to you about how good they are.
0: Okay. I, I'll do that after this podcast. <laughs>
1: Genuinely interested in what's on there, and I uh, won't pass too much judgment in case other people have led you astray, like if someone told you to read The Alchemist.
0: I've already listened to The Alchemist, and it was, yeah, it was boring. It was okay. There were parts of it. Like, I understand like the idea of the concept of like manifesting and like why it's important, but to be honest, Manifest
1: a better plot.
0: (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Just out here roasting people's books. I, there's somebody I know whose favorite book is the alchemist. They might listen to this and they're just going to be like, Oh damn.
1: (laughs) Curse this gigantic podcast. Reach. Yeah. Dune. It is my favorite standalone book. Just, i love it i feel like i maybe should have picked like a a non-fiction book but
0: no you pick whatever you want to pick if it's you a enjoy good it, world you building
1: it. in there sci-fi is my favorite genre
0: that's great have you have you watched that slash Red umbrella academy it's not i mean it's kind of sci-fi but it's more like I, I don't know how else to describe it actually
1: i've read the first comic collection i want to watch the show i have a list now stuff i want to watch to keep track of like release dates and platforms hmm. want to someone sent me a picture this week of what kate walsh's outfits look like in that show oh, yeah see it.
0: yeah so the first half of season one of umbrella academy is is kind of slow so like a lot of people kind of get turned off by that but the second half pays off i think it gets better and then the second season just makes is is better in every single way in my opinion
1: I started Succession, watched the first episode, and a bunch of people are telling me, like, oh, it really starts to pick up a season two. I said to a friend, okay, maybe I'll just skip to season two, and if I start getting confused, I'll read recaps of season one, and she gasped. I find a lot of times people don't know about what stuff you can skip. Like, once I wanted to read Girl the Dragon Tattoo, and the first book wasn't available, and someone's like, no, you really need to read book one before you read book two, a lot of times authors don't know where to start their story, like where the best one is. And sometimes starting later can be better. Like the first time I watched 24, I missed like the first four episodes. I think it made it a better watch.
0: Shows in particular, when people tell you you can't skip anything, I think they just kind of don't really understand. Because a lot of times I do feel the first like three or four episodes of a lot of shows and they just are finding their feet and they're not really sure where they're going yet. it's different if it's based off of some kind of material usually but there's usually good enough context clues for later and i mean if you miss something that's hinted at then it's not the worst thing in the world
1: well a lot of shows lack subtlety so by skipping a bunch of stuff you're less sure of characters motivations and you might be more curious about what's going on so that can be fun
0: you ready for the next question yeah what's a sign that things are not going well for you
1: how much jim Crouchy i'm listening to that's my DEFCON one.
0: I'm not familiar, but I do understand the <sighs> concept of like having a particular artist or playlist that's being played too much right now.
1: I'll put this as lower priority than listening to Dune, but it's it's some, some great sad music. Um, also, I guess getting more messages from me late at night.
0: That's it. That's the end of level two. How do you feel?
1: <sighs> a minute to win it.
0: I mean, honestly, you're crushing these questions, the rapid fire was super quick. You're definitely going blowing through these level two questions. And I mean, level three is just kind of like that kind The of, shit. It's the lo- It's the third level or the real shit. But to be honest, most people seem to enjoy them a lot just because they get to take time to, you know, reflect and look back and think about stuff. So are you ready? Because you look like you're ready.
1: I'm ready. I'm hydrated. I'm comfortable.
0: I haven't explained this before, but there's a pool of about 10 questions, and I'm going to ask you to pick a number between one and 10, and then I'm going to correspond whichever number that is to that question. So there are actually two new questions in here. And I'm kind of hoping that you happen to hit them. So we'll see how it goes.
1: Okay, the number I choose is eight,
0: you pick number eight, which is very, very exciting, because that's a new question. Please describe your perfect day.
1: It's gonna be a uh, an amusement park with a lot of snacks in my purse. Like seventy two, a little bit kind of chilly, dewy in the morning. Where like it kind of builds that excitement of like I am here early. I'm going to be here all day.
0: Wow, you didn't even you didn't even really go very much in depth, but at the same time, I felt like that was such a a good description of a morning that like that anticipation when you do wake up to go to amusement parks early, and then you get there and you, you get to park all the way close to the entrance and you're walking into the amusement park and it's like... That the uh, feeling of
1: being ready to go and having a plan and maximizing fun and, you know, like, deciding to have a good day. I also just really love packing snacks.
0: Yeah, you do love snacks. I mean, I also love snacks, but I, I just know our time at in the pantry is just... There was there was a lot of snack stacking and, like, putting things in drawers of desks and stuff. Pick a number of two, one of ten, and scratch number eight. Three three how do you hope people describe you when they tell a story about you
1: hilarious i love being funny and if uh i'm not being funny up till now then this would be embarrassing but uh yeah because i feel like hilarious gets to like a couple things combined so it's a nice vibe uh you're one of the two people who has described me as the kindest person they've met though i'm that stays close to my heart.
0: You are really, really funny. Because I remember one time you were telling me a story about one of your dates. And <laughs> <laughs> you were just saying that like the Andy that I knew is not necessarily the Andy that goes out on dates because the Andy that goes out on dates is 100% that bitch or something. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I I, definitely like choked out of laughter because it was it was really funny.
1: <laughs> Our mutual co said I should start a blog called Boss Bitch Dating. <laughs>
0: you you definitely should
1: <laughs> i think this came about by the time that like once someone was like fishing for a compliment like yo what made you swipe right and i said responded with do you need attention <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs>
0: that hurts me like I, i'm over here i had no situation in there and that was painful
1: <laughs> you also would never go fishing for a compliment there I could see maybe asking like, oh, what do you look for in a partner? And like hoping that the person says something that like overlaps with you. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, really defined arms, you know? And then you're like, yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> What's actually really funny about that is that I've uh, I've I've recently got back on the dating apps. And then one of the people that I matched with on Bumble, and this is just because I, I really wanted to use this one quarantine uh, pickup line in particular. So she messaged me and she was like, i can't believe we matched you're way too hot for me and i was just like oh my god my it's so big you didn't even see her but anyways like that's such <laughs> a great like a nice compliment right i think and I was like, you
1: should consider putting voice like distant thunder in your profile <laughs> that makes the ladies stop and think
0: what, what I, i'm trying to finish my story but i don't even know how that would be interpreted
1: i'm listening i'm listening but they get this mental picture okay so you're way too hot for her
0: That's what she said. And then I was just like, you know what, if she's going to have given me this compliment already, then I feel as though I can pretty much say anything and we're going to be okay. So I'm going to use one of these really funny quarantine pickup lines that I just think is hilarious. And I just sent her a message that said, stay home. If you sick, come over. If you thick." (gasps) (laughs) let me, let me clarify that. Obviously I'm being safe and I'm not saying that like, she should actually come over. I just thought it was really funny. We do think
1: she should monitor her symptoms carefully, though.
0: Yes. And, I mean, if we were to go, like, go eat or something, you know, like, let's go for a walk, let's wear a mask, let's take all the necessary precautions. We haven't done any of that. I just thought it was really funny. But anyways, that's the whole story.
1: You didn't even say something nice in return?
0: I did eventually say something nice in return, but I just wanted to open with stay home if you sick, come over if you think.
1: Love it. Well, congrats on getting back on the apps. I will want all of the details all of the time
0: i think the apps are just such a weird place i've I've talked about i've talked about this to a couple of people but you kind of need to accept that they're their own ecosystem completely
1: with their own bacteria
0: yeah exactly it's just a whole different like etiquette and everything because for example if you meet somebody in person and then you ask for their number and they give you their number right and you start texting them. And let's say they gave you their real number, because who knows, like whatever that situation might have played out, then you kind of get the impression that they actually do like you. And it's less likely that you're going to get ghosted because they showed some kind of reciprocation, right? I would say so, at least, but on an on the dating apps, you literally have to be prepared to be ghosted. After any message you send or after any message they send, or like communication could stop at any point, because people match just for confidence.
1: Yeah, the most bewildering is you're talking to someone who's going well, you both decide you want to meet, you go through the planning of when and where you're going to meet, and then just as like you're getting the details ironed out, they unmatch you. Hmm. This has happened a couple times. Like, are they married and want the thrill? Do they have some problem diagnosed or otherwise? Like, that's really crazy.
0: That's really grimy. Like, I just, yeah, I don't yeah. like that.
1: I remember there was someone who said that they were uh, on their profile looking for uh, a plus one to go see Hamilton. And then when I tried to meet for them for something Don Hamilton related, they're like, oh, I'm not really looking to meet anyone right now.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try. I mean, I just try to be responsible and as honest as possible on the dating apps. So if someone. For example,
1: if you thick, speak up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's one example. I, again, it was a joke and in regards to a compliment she already gave me, I just want to say that as many times as I can, but I also wanted to say, like, I think the only thing that is the really responsible thing is to be honest, just because uh, I've noticed that some people are saying that they're looking for something more serious or they imply they're looking for something more serious. And I just, I have to stop them right there and be like, Hey, I'm not looking for anything serious. At all right now, just trying to use my voice to sound like distant thunder and talk to people.
1: (laughs) Perfection.
0: Uh, pick a number between one and ten, Andy, and scratch number three and number eight. Six. Six. You hit both of the new questions. That's incredible. Double Jeopardy. What is one thing that you think you need to let go of?
1: Trying to serious to get.
0: It takes a turn sometimes
1: like one would be like not worrying so much uh, how clean or messy my living situation is. and Then on a more serious note, probably not spending as much of my time and emotional energy on people who aren't adding anything to my life, like who aren't adding kindness or interesting things or balance so letting letting go of people weighing me down and I realized that's a very 12 year old thing to say on Facebook in like 2016.
0: I don't think so I think that's really important for everybody to kind of get that message and I think that's a relevant message almost throughout your time I I mean I guess unless you're totally settled with your friend group but it's important to take a step back and not send out the messages or stop watering dead plants as they might say and see who actually responds to you and who reaches out to you on their own
1: i do this thing where i come up with all these reasons that the other person can't show up as a human at the time Mm -hmm. oh they're going through x and turns out they're always going through something and you know
0: when i realize that i'm doing so much mental gymnastics to explain for somebody else who isn't willing to explain for themselves then i just know that that's not the right solution right now. And maybe they're not uh, a bad friend or a bad person, but it's just they're not in the right frame right now. So I'll take a break from them. And if they decide to reach out later, then they'll reach out later. And if not, then it just is what it is. Sometimes
1: the usual rules do not apply in a pandemic, though, people who aren't initiating conversation could just be having such a hard time that it's not possible for them.
0: No, yeah, that's absolutely true which is why I was going to tell you, you've done a great job of keeping track and asking how I'm doing. And I try and do the same.
1: It was so cute when I had made this offhand comment in March, like, oh, I'm sorry, you're missing out on climbing. And you say, thank you. You are the first person to say something about that. And I I thought to myself, wow, I am really bad at knowing what is going to be meaningful to someone, would not have guessed, glad uh, glad this worked out.
0: It it is important though, because, climbing is something I was doing every day. And if I wasn't doing it every day, I was thinking about it every day. And to get the reduction that I've gone through now, and especially even though I built a home wall, I haven't climbed recently because the weather has not permitted and my backyard is literally filled with mosquitoes and I'm trying to figure out so many solutions. And none of them are working. So if you're out there for 30 seconds, you're going to get at least three bug bites. And so if I was climbing for three or four hours out there, it would be over.
1: (laughs) Some of that could be time of day. Do you have any standing water that you could try to address?
0: I've been trying to, yeah. I've been trying to uh, address the standing water, and I've tried to fog the lawn and things like that. And it's it's reduced the number, but it's not a number I'm comfortable with getting that many bug bites or that many mosquito bites.
1: I'm glad we stayed in touch during quarantine. It's been nice to talk to you about groceries and exercise and all this stuff. It's made it less isolating.
0: I'm glad we got to discuss our mutual love of Wegmans and different hummuses.
1: I got lemon dill and lemon poppy seed hummus to try out.
0: Lemon dill seems like a a, a normal hummus, but lemon poppy seed is...
1: It's going to be crazy.
0: It sounds like it's going to be crazy, but I'm so interested. My,
1: my new thing, I hate the thickness of... Baby carrots, I just find them unpleasant to chew on, but like I shouldn't have all my hummus with like tortilla chips or toast. Mm -hmm. Hummus on toast is great if you're not already doing it. highly recommend. And so I bought two pounds of carrots for a dollar, peeled them, and then sliced them in the food processor, some coin size, and then some lengthwise to eat with hummus. And so then they don't have that weird baby carrot coating Mm. and the thickness is nicer.
0: That sounds awesome. We we finished with level three a little while ago because the original question was I I don't what what was the original question that I Asked you. Oh, it was something that you need to let go of but I'm glad that we we went on this wild ride, but that's it. You're done. How does that feel? I
1: did it now. I get to ask you a question.
0: Yeah, do you need a recap?
1: I already have mine picked out. Okay (laughs) What word do you use to describe yourself?
0: When did I ask you this? Oh, that's in level one right You know what? I think you're the first person to pick a level one question.
1: Like I can think of how I describe you, but I want to know how you describe you.
0: I would describe me as stubborn.
1: Stubborn? (laughs) Yeah. I definitely didn't see that at work where it's like, oh, the thing that you asked me for that's unreasonable. Yeah, I already did that and I made it better.
0: You know, I've tried to be more Zen as I've gotten older, and just, you know, kind of accept things as they are. And, you know, if there's a problem, I don't necessarily have to run face forward into it. But I do catch myself from time to time. And this is something I've always done where if I do want to finish something or accomplish something, then I just keep running into it face forward and smashing my face into a wall repeatedly. And this comes from me playing video games, I feel like because if there was a level I couldn't beat, it wasn't because I was too low level or it wasn't because I wasn't good enough. It was because I just didn't try enough. And so that's what I told myself at least. And then it was just like, okay, time to try a million more times until we get it.
1: I definitely see that with you with climbing.
0: Oh yeah. I fall all the time. I fall probably 99% of the time and I climb to the top 1% of the time. (laughs) That's probably why I love it so much because it just constantly makes me just more and more stubborn.
1: Chasing that literal high. Yeah
0: that's perfect
1: the one time i went climbing and i was like back up lay or whatever i thought like i should not have this responsibility for a human life <laughs> <laughs> my quick thinking and strength should never be uh what, what determines whether someone lives or not i did catch them when they fell but
0: well then that means you can do it there's no problem but i do understand anyway. <laughs> okay so i lied to you andy what actually happens after you ask me a question is I ask you one final question. So are you ready for that question?
1: Final Jeopardy!
0: What would you like your title to be? So previously, for examples, we've had, you know, Aaron the Compassionate, Yekson the Reliable, Kathy the Resilient. You would like to be Andy the... Do you want
1: maybe Eccentric? What do you think?
0: Eccentric is accurate, I think, for sure. Uh, whatever you'd like. Andy the Eccentric sounds cool. I like the sound of it. I think it's accurate but andy the hilarious is another good one
1: thank you thank you yeah let's go with eccentric i guess we talked enough about groceries to make it true
0: (laughs) andy the eccentric which is funny because there was another andy on this podcast and he also had a really interesting name because or yeah he has a discord of fans of, of his music and the username that they use was airbender taco so he wanted to dedicate it to them, so the name of his episode is "Andy the Airbender Taco."
1: I was at a party like a year or two ago, and there was a male Andy there, and he kept asking me my name. It's your name. How are you forgetting this?
0: <laughs> oh, that's incredible! What he was
1: really serious about it. And what was your name again? <laughs> Yours.
0: <laughs> uh okay. Uh now I gotta wrap yeah. this thing up. Yeah, we totally did it. Thank you so much for being on, Andy. If I mean I always ask if there's anything like you want to like plug or anything like that, but it's totally up to you or
1: uh I guess the book Dune.
0: The book Dune. Okay.
1: And um Utopia Avenue by David Mitchell or Bone clocks whichever one you wanna read first.
0: Okay. It's nice that you're promoting books that have no, you know, value or I mean a monetary value to you. So that's nice. It's nice to promote education. Yeah, what
1: what would I even plug? I guess resume review services
0: yeah i mean to be honest that's not a bad thing yeah because you definitely helped me brush up my resume when i was trying to apply for my current job and i got my current job so can't say it didn't work
1: i'm so excited for you yeah so either literacy or resume review you know whatever whatever speaks to someone
0: okay so if somebody wants to listen to those books Andy's recommending them and I will say because your last name is in your email, I will instead say if anybody's interested in procuring Andy services for a resume review, come to me and you can email me and this podcast at no happy endings podcast at gmail.com. You can listen on Anchor, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. And uh, that's it. Uh, okay, bye.
1: Thanks for having me.